like turn the microphone. It's like I do that one. Welcome to I Can't Believe I Watched the Whole Thing with Shelby and Delora, where we watch the whole thing so you don't have to. I mean, unless you want to, then go ahead. And we're back. Welcome back to I Can't Believe I Watched the Whole Thing. I say we're back, but we never left. This is still the same day. Yeah, it's been like 10 minutes. We made some tea. We did make tea. Uh, now we're back. What kind of tea are you drinking? Um, pumpkin spice tea. <laughs> Basic white girl. I guess. It is the season. It is. I affirm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm having, I'm having twining Zero Grey because I'm a snob. I feel like I'm not the snob. You're the one that yeah, works I'm the tea Yeah, I'm generally company. the tea snob. I just am a snob <laughs> about my Earl Grey. I'm Fair. very picky. Yes. Also, our cat is here. Say hi, Captain. Are you gonna? Say hi, little man. Are you gonna rub your head against the microphone, sir? If you hear any funky distortion, that's him. It's him. We Maybe. are launching into the second half of this journey. Yes. I warn you, my rage levels are about to go up. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Robin has been a favorite character of mine since I was teeny tiny child. Very small. I was like seven years old. And Dick Grayson is probably one of my top three favorite characters in any pieces of media. Um, so, I don't, I don't like Chris O'Donnell as him. <laughs> no one likes Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, and, uh, so yeah, just be warned. I have mixed feelings about this movie. Yeah. Here's the thing. This is one of the first Batman movies I can remember watching. Yeah, me, like, this is the first one from the series that I ever watched, Yeah, sure. My parents had the VHS, and it has, it has a nostalgia, it does. Jim Carrey as the Riddler is kind of good. I, like at least from what I remember, we're gonna watch it again. Watch this again. I was gonna say I haven't see seen this right in a very long time. Yeah, I don't think have we ever watched this one together before? We've watched. <sighs> I thought we did. We watched Batman and Robin, but I don't know if we watched Batman Forever. Maybe not. What year did Ooh, this? That one could come be fun. Out? Yeah, what year did this one come out? Mm-hmm. It's at the bottom. We're looking at we have the four <laughs> film favorites like five dollar Walmart yeah cart mm. version. That man for nineteen ninety five. I was alive. You were alive. I was not alive yet. Yes, you are small. Yes. Um. You were almost alive. I was almost alive. So it's from nineteen ninety five. It's a Tim Burton production, but a Joel Schumacher film. Michael no, Keaton's I, replaced by Val Kilmer's Batman. Which everyone agrees is a bad idea. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones is there as Two-Face, sadly not. Um, not Lando. Not Lando. Not Billy D. Williams. Why is it not Billy D. Williams? Jim Carrey is playing the Riddler. And we already discussed Chris O'Donnell and will do so further, I'm certain. We will. And we will, at the end of this, rate it for you out of nipples. five bat nipples this may be where bat nipples show up i think this is the first bat nipples movie yeah like the first two movies the costumes are bad they're not great but they don't have bat nipples nipples, so So we have that to look forward to yay okay bye hey guys this is shelby um i just wanted to give you a trigger warning before we get into this episode um we do briefly mention assault and we do kind of dig into mental illness, including hospitalization uh, and SI. So if those are things that are sensitive to you, I just want you to be aware. All right, enjoy. Okay, we're we're back. Uh, I don't feel very good. <laughs> <laughs> my my blood pressure just finally went down from being up this entire film because I was so angry. That's fair. It's bad. It's it's real bad. The stuffed animals are strewn about the room. Yeah, we were throwing them. We needed something soft and harmless to throw because I kept throwing my notebook, which is not soft. Which or is, harmless. makes a loud sound, and we have a neighbor downstairs who doesn't like that. Yes. Well, she doesn't like us anyway. She doesn't like our existence. Yeah. <laughs> hey! Oh, I'm not wearing it anymore. I was wearing my Batman onesie. Mm-hmm. Our other room, our other roommate just came in with her Batman onesie. <laughs> <laughs> I wore it in honor of what you 
we're doing tonight. It's, there's no honor in what we're doing now. Yeah, no, it's I bad. More in solidarity yeah. with us. We appreciate you. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. So where should we start? Should we start with the villains? Should we start with the weird swooping 90s credits? Oh, the weird swooping that Like, as soon as they started, I was like, oh, 1995. Yeah. yeah. I've always, um, my first inclination is always to call Tommy Lee Jones Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> I know that's not right, but that's always my first thought when I think of that actor. I don't think he appreciates that. <laughs> well, he doesn't know unless he <laughs> listens to this, which in which case I'm scared. I, I'm sorry I, I called you Lee Harvey Oswald. I don't really think that. I kind of doubt there's going to be more than like three people that yeah. listen to this. <laughs> it's, it just, would... that, it's just out there. That apology exists in the universe, just in case. <laughs> okay. The villains were the best part of the movie. Yeah, okay. Nope, I'm going to come back to it. Okay, yes, the villains okay. were the best part of the movie. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Here's the thing. Not great. And I always just apologize for the Lee Harvey Oddball thing, but we're going to go back to not great. Yeah. I feel like this is such a departure from what we usually see him, which is like yeah. the deadpan, like... And also from usual Two-Face. Yes. Like, Two-Face is one of two things. Either his stick is the number two itself, <laughs> which I think they were trying to veer away from in this yeah. by kind of giving him the, oh, angel on one Good shoulder, demon on the other shoulder. Yeah. But that sucked. It did. They should have either made him like in the animated series, which has already taken place at this point. Like, yes. that Harvey Dent is already out there. He's de- he's a decent he's Harvey good. Dent. Like, he's just kind of, like, unstable, kind of obsessive, but yes. mostly his thing is he's like this gang boss trying to clean up Gotham City. Yes. But, yeah, that's not what we got. But they went for weird objectification of women. Yeah. Like, real weird. And specifically of Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Who, like, let's remember, like, she started at E.T. when she was, like, well, four. Well, baby girl in E.T. By this point, she had already hosted SNL as, like, a teeny tiny child. And now she's, like, a weird sex angel, and I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. Um, also, like, he's so loud and, like... He thinks he's the Joker. He's loud and screamy? He thinks he's playing the Joker. Or he thinks he's playing the Riddler, which is not true. Yeah. Jim Carrey's playing the... They're trying to play the same character. A bit. And, like, that makes it less funny, their dynamic less funny. Like, it's still pretty funny. I think... But, like, it would have, I think it would have been better if Tommy Lee Jones had been allowed to just do his deadpan thing. Yeah, that would have been a better, like, I think honestly, it would have been he better. wouldn't be a bad Harvey Dent. He just yeah. didn't play Harvey Dent. Do you know who'd be a better Harvey Dent? Billy Dee Williams? Yes. I will never not call him Lando. I know. Okay, as long as you know that. Um, Jim Carrey. <laughs> Jim Carrey did great. It's decent. Honestly, yeah. like, I think he solid performance. let to run unchecked a little bit too much. Yeah, especially... Like, they were just like, just improv something. Be yeah. zany. Be wacky. Yeah. And so he was just... It seems like he was just working on his own. He was just like... <laughs> and screaming into the void, hoping something would happen, which is not his fault. Yeah. And that is kind of what Jim Carrey... Yeah. Does. Like, this yeah. was, like, prime time for Jim Carrey, the 90s. Yeah, that's true. And he just kind of is the same he in every movie. Yeah. I've heard somebody suggest, or multiple people on, like, Tumblr and stuff that if there's another Riddler movie, mm. John Mulaney should play the Riddler. <laughs> and um, I know the Riddler I've has been teased in the new Batman movie trailer, so uh, don't be a coward, cast John Mulaney. It's probably too late, but like, it's too late. you should have. Also, that does not look like the kind of movie John Mulaney could thrive in. Let's but be that honest. would change the entire movie so drastically and make it worth watching. <laughs> it would. I would watch it if John Mulaney was I'm in it. I'm probably still gonna watch it. Yeah, I just not maybe not in theaters. At the second run theater, There's I'll so go much... support our local second run theater yeah, to see it. That's a good idea. Because I love. Yeah, them. they're they're a good theater. When they finally can open again, we yes. see. I like your popcorn. Yes. Also, his transformation into full glam mode Riddler <laughs> pleased me. Honestly, all of his costumes were yeah. fun. He's There's... the best part of this movie. No, he definitely is. Yeah. You're absolutely right. He's an artist now. Oh, like good a, for him. Like a painter. Like, that sounds good and relaxing. Yeah, I'm proud of him. I think he also just wrote a book. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. So, like, good on you, Jim Carrey. Good, good Jim Carrey. So, okay, that's the villains. I'm sure we'll come back to them. Chase next. 
Yeah, okay, so Chase, Chase Meridian. Played by a very young Nicole Kidman. Yeah. She was 28. I looked. Okay, so I looked up everyone's ages. Yeah, because... Because here's the thing. Robin, who's supposed... He's supposed to need a legal guardian. Yeah. Which suggests that he's at least 17. At oldest, 17. At oldest, he's 17. He looks like he's 35. He looks like he's 30. Yeah. He absolutely looks like he's 30. He looks like the same age as Val Kilmer. He does. He absolutely does. But anyway, back to Nicole Kidman. Oh, he needs a guardian, this poor 30-year-old. The wise (laughs) 35-year-old will take him in. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so I, I did look up ages. Val Kilmer is 36. Okay. Chris O'Donnell is 25 when this was filmed. Okay. Obviously, also Val Kilmer okay, when this was filmed. Listen, he's not that much older than Burt Ward was when Burt Ward was six, 14, 15, 16-year-old and Robin. Yet. And I am very persuaded that Burt Ward in that campy-ass show is a tiny child, <laughs> and I am stressed for him right now. That's valid. That's valid. Yes. Nicole Kidman was 28. Oh, goodness. So the difference... She's, like, three years older than Robin. Yeah. The difference between her and Val Kilmer is not, like, terribly atrocious. It's, like, eight years. Yeah. Like, it's it's not great, but it's not terribly yeah, atrocious she's, for she's Hollywood. 28, too. Like, you know, Yeah. Right. It's not the worst they've done. Yeah. So, yeah, Itsy Bitsy Nicole Kidman, which I was listening... Because I was like, I wonder if her accent's gonna hold up. Because I like <laughs> watching, like old Australian actors when they first started an American film, but it held up pretty well. Yeah, yeah. The the acting wasn't good. No. She was probably, maybe she was focusing on the accent too much. Maybe. I mean, she's not good, but also I don't completely hate her. No, she's, she's just annoying a little bit. But she's not the most annoying thing about the movie, so I accept her. Yeah, I feel like She's annoying in how they keep making her push herself at Batman yeah, and Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Like, and she's like, oh, I like these bad guys. And I'm like, Batman franchise, can you stop making these brilliant women right? fall like, for terrible men? A, let's talk about, there's that. That's the first yeah. thing. B, every psychiatrist in Gotham is really bad at their job. Yeah, they are. Um, Scarecrow's psychiatrist. Bad. Bad. Real bad. Harley Quinn. I love her. We but do. But she kind of lost it a little bit and it didn't, didn't go well. Didn't do Did terribly well, well at her job. Her. Like, she could redeem herself with that. I believe in her. Margot Robbie. Yes. <laughs> but um, she's not a great psychiatrist because she fell in love with her patient. Chase Meridian did the same thing. She's she horny for her patient all the she, time. Yeah, no, she is. It's Well, he's, he's not, not even her technically patient, her patient, but which she's makes like it analyzing better. him and wanting to fuck him at the same time. Well, I mean, she's pretty young, so maybe she's, like, just out of school, so maybe she's analyzing everyone. Maybe, Cause, like, but my, she, like, definitely. <laughs> my mom said that my uncle did that when he oh, first graduated. Oh, that sounds obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, no, she said it was terrible, yeah. and I hated it. <laughs> but, like, I have heard that, like, you know, when you first are in school and then get out of, like... Then you're just gonna... You're like, oh, let me psychoanalyze yeah. you, and it's like, uh, no. Yeah. yeah. So she's kind of just fine. Yeah. Honestly, she's very pretty. Yeah. Which is interesting. Every single female lead that we've seen so far... Blonde. Is blonde and pretty. And he has the same arc with all of them. Every single one. Because he goes, oh, I like this girl. She cannot know my secret. She cannot know my secret. And she sees that there's this dichotomy in me. And then I fall in love with her. She's making me a better person. So I'm going to tell her my secret identity. And then he does. And then things happen. Yeah. Every single one. It's they're, like, they're blonde. There's like the same and, scene of them sitting on the Wayne Manor couch. Yes. In every film. I have to tell you something. Yes. Which, interestingly, Blonde and Beautiful is the song that Michelle Pfeiffer sang in Hairspray Ooh. about her and Queen Latifah and John Travolta. I see, I see. Yes. Interesting. I think it's actually Big Blonde and Beautiful. Okay. But she does not, te- like, she's not big because she's like Scarecrow in that movie. Yeah. Very thin. And then John Travolta is not blonde. Yes. Yes. Queen Latifah is all of the above because she's Queen Latifah. Anyway. She's blonde? In that movie. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yes. Anyway. So, just, like, let's just throw that out there. Speaking of diversity, again, 
very much fails the Bechtel test. There's yeah. one named woman. Is there, is there any other well, named Well, his, his secretary had a name. For Maggie. Her. Maggie, yeah. The secretary is Maggie, and she was she a woman the, of color. I think the first woman of color to appear in the series <laughs> on screen. I think there was one at the party. Okay. With the pool. Not the pool. The, like, when they were when they're gambling. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't a pool table, but it looked... I well, don't know about gambling. Yeah, no, I know who you're talking I grew up Baptist. Yes. <laughs> Wait, I think she was the first one to have a line, though. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Yeah. And there were no significant characters of color. Yeah. At all. Though the mayor was a person of color, but he yeah, said he one... Yeah, he was. He said one thing. He did. And he had to scream it in the middle of the dumb circus. <sighs> Should we talk about the circus? I'm not ready. Okay. We'll get back. What else do we have to talk about? Um, okay. Here's a good question. Who has... Is this a riddle? Huh? Is this a riddle? No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Who has the worst chemistry? So Ooh. obviously the best chemistry is the Riddler and Two-Face. Yes, they are the OTP. Yes, obviously, th- that Slinky's definitely making sounds. <laughs> Slinky. Alora's playing with the Slinky. Please enjoy this ASMR segment. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. Um, yeah, so, like, clearly they're the best chemistry of yes. everyone. Who is the worst chemistry? Mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman and Valerie, I'm going to assume his full name is Valerie. I think you're right. Val- yeah. Valerie. Val- <laughs> Valerie Kilmer. Yes. <laughs> or. Or. Chris O'Donnell. And Valerie. And, Val- <laughs> and Valerie. Yes. Hmm. It's a hard choice. I think it's Chris O'Donnell and Valerie. Chris and Val. Okay. But then, does it change when it's Bruce and Dick versus Batman They're and Robin? They're better as Batman and Robin. They are. They They're are better, better as Batman, Batman and Robin. Yeah. They are. Their chemistry is better. But all of it's bad. It's all bad. Yeah. I think they lose. <laughs> I think we all lose. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, it's going to talk about Gotham. Gotham looks very different in this Gotham movie. Gotham looks it very different. It is neon Gotham. It is neon. I kind of dig it. Yeah. It's, it's ugly, but I will. It is. I li- it's fun. It's colorful. It is. It's been so dark in the last two movies. Yeah. That underground scene where, like, Chris O'Donnell steals the Batmobile. And yeah. Like, all those people, and they're like like black light paint on their yeah. faces it kind of looks cool i feel like that's an aesthetic i see a lot for like seedy underground places yeah. in the 90s and like i was not going anywhere seedy and underground in the 90s because i was a small child but like that's my impression of it because that of probably movies. it's just honestly queer people and they were made out to be these seedy and terrible <laughs> folks by the people, like, society. And they just wanted to have fun and dress up in colors and go party together with their glow sticks. That's valid. Yeah. I support them. Yeah. Also, I feel like, here. okay, set design-wise, every single location was so extra. Like, yes. it didn't matter what it was. Yes. Like... Bruce's office was the most office office to yes. ever office. Yes. Um, what's a Ch- Chase Meridian's... Was that her house? Was that her practice office? Unclear. It was extra. It had, like, Renaissance it painting. It was a lot. Frescoes on the wall. Yes. The uh, Riddler's hideout had, like, not only the big giant thing, but it had question marks everywhere. Yes. Including little, like, neon ones on the wall. Yes. And his first hideout, after he... Leaves the job at Wayne Enterprises. Yes. The little teeny tiny alleyway one. Yes. That's extra too. It's a like, lot. It's cluttered. Wayne Enterprises is like like where they f- that giant where we window. first meet Edward Nigma. Yeah. It's like a weird grunge like it's a weird grunge it's lab steampunk. and it's so much. Yeah. It's just so much. It's almost steampunk. And honestly, like I'd say it works for the movie. Yeah. It's weird. It looks good. But, like, it fit, and it kind of harkens back to, like, comic book aesthetic. Yeah. And, okay. Here's okay, my thing ahead. with all of these films. Yes. Are essentially living in the shadow of 60s Batman TV show. They are. In a way that the <laughs> Batman movies in this century have not been. Yes. Because uh, that wasn't the dom- dominating factor. And they all deal with it in a different way. Yes. 
Um, this one deals with it by trying to emulate it, but also trying to make it hip for the kids. Like, aesthetically, because, like, Batman 60 is nothing if not extra. Yeah. Batman 66. I think the thing they didn't understand is that Batman 66 was never cool. Right. Robin was not cool. Right. Batman was not cool. Right. They were really dorky. Yeah. But they had and a they lot of camp. heart. And, and they yeah, were supposed they were to be camp. Yeah. It was a children's show. Yes. But it was also, like... A pair. Like, it was all, it was forever. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was delightful, but, like, technically it qualifies yes. as a children's show. Yes. But, yes. yeah, they, it was just trying to emulate that style because I guess they didn't think they could pull off the, maybe the, the previous movie had gone too dark. So yeah, they're trying to return to that do. camp. It did. They're trying to go back to that camp. They just didn't understand it. Yeah. I think that's fair. Like, they understood the visuals. They understood the to jokes. To an extent. They didn't understand the characters. Yeah. Uh, since we're on style. Okay. We need to talk about the costumes. <laughs> okay. okay. Here's the thing. Riddler's costumes, honestly, are Honestly fun. iconic. I love them. It's true. Like, he has multiple onesies full of question marks. Yeah. And one of them is a glammed out it's sparkly glam, disco thing. sparkly disco thing where he has, like, glasses that make a question mark with, like, a dot on his cheek yeah. that he just stuck there. Like, it's a lot. And I'm very proud of him. It's, it's yeah. Two-Face. Two-Face. Does yeah. Two-Face change costumes? No, he I, just has the one half and half. Right? It's weird that for the, if like... If he does, I can't notice. It's weird that for the scarred half, he went with, like, flamboyant. Yeah. That's uh, weird. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, that's valid. Like, that could be a choice to make with the characters, that one side is flamboyant and the other one but is it's restrained. the evil side. But, uh, I don't think it's a good choice. Yeah. 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 The, uh... His two henchwomen... Yeah. Drew Barrymore and the other one. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. I don't like it. Very bad. Very bad. They have, like, three lines. Yeah. Um. Nicole Kidman looked great, but that's because she's Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Like, I didn't really notice her outfits that much. No. I they did not. They were just kind of there. Yeah. <sighs> let's talk about... Okay, let's... Oh, the nipples? The bat nipples okay, and the chrome so, outfits. So the chrome outfit did not have bat nipples. Really? Yeah, I looked at. Well, Batman's chrome outfit didn't have bat nipples. So its original outfit had nipples. Yuck. Second chrome outfit did not have nipples, but they did a real tight shot on his ass. It was very tight. And it was very defined. And okay. I don't like seeing Who were those, like, costumes, like, those extra dramatic costumey shots for? Because they did them multiple times. Like, every time someone was like, I'm gonna put on the costume. Like, in the very beginning of the movie, they're like, let's zoom in on his nipples. Let's zoom in on the emblem. Let's zoom in on his foot. They're for, they're for um, singer Wesley Willis, so he knows exactly what he needs to whoop <laughs> in his so attempt can... to whoop Batman's ass. I hope he does. He said he did. He said he did. I, I believe I, him. I believe him. Yeah. Okay. Listen to the song I Whooped Batman's Ass by Wesley Willis. It'll change your life. It's on Spotify. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know why Chrome Batman made me, like, unseasonably, like, unreasonably. Not unseasonably. Unreasonably this is not my angry, angry season. <laughs> this is 2020. It's my angry season. Uh, like, I don't know why it made me unreasonably angry, but it did. Okay. It just, it felt like, it felt... Like, they'd taken him and, like, bedazzled it. I'd honestly enjoy to see an actual bedazzled Batman. Okay, that'd be fun. But not in this context. Yeah. It's a serious movie. Is it? Ish. There's, like, this whole secondary comedy buddy romance villain movie going on on the side. Which would have been a better movie. Which is the most entertaining part. Yeah, no, you're right. I don't know. It just, I just, it was a lot. It was over the top. It reminded me of, like, when 90s comic characters went from, like, comic characters to, like, comic characters, yeah, no. where they're all muscly the, and The gross. 90s, it's, uh, yeah. The 90s is just, the 90s was a lot. Yeah. And this it is, this is the 90s that we're watching. Yeah. Oh, another thing I'd like to mention, this is the first movie of the series that is fully taking place, like, mm. after the animated series has come out. Mm-hmm. After the whole animated series? Um, I believe the whole first run of it. Okay. Um, 
Batman the Animated Series and then the new The Adventures of Batman the Animated Series, The Adventures of Batman and Robin. Hmm. Yeah, those two. Right. Which are technically the same show. Right. Um, Because the previous one, Batman Returns, came out in 92, which was also when the series began. Right. So, like, there's precedent out there for actual good Batman. Maybe they, like, saw them want to move away from that? I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe they're like, oh, kids are going to be watching? I don't know. I don't know. So we got to make it lighter? Tim Burton is not the one directing. No. Slinky noise. Um, yes. <laughs> we got yet another flashback to Batman's yes, origin story. Multiple. Yes. We didn't actually get one in Batman Returns. We did not. Yeah. That is the one thing it has going for it. Yep. Um, I did want to talk about their depiction of mental health. Yeah. But we can do that afterwards if you prefer. No, let's do it now. I'm I'm gonna like <laughs> Okay. You saw me. I know. During you, that film. She threw multiple things. I threw, I threw a lot of stuff. Also, like, Alora has many feelings about killing off of Jason Todd in the <laughs> 80s comics. And well, she, don't kill Jason. He's a good... And she was like, good. I'm gonna make a phone call and have them kill off Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. <laughs> it was harsh. The, when, when, the Riddler was, when the Riddler was like, oh, you have to pick who lives and who dies, I was like, I'm getting my phone. <laughs> no. Oh, the number said they're out of service. <laughs> I wonder why. They've been out of service for 20 years. It's 30 been way, years. Uh, it's 1988, years. right? <laughs> yeah. 32 years. Yes. Okay. So, their depiction of mental health. I have thoughts. Yeah. First of all, they did not do a super great job of distinguishing between, like, mentally ill and criminally insane. Mm-hmm. They're not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Movies don't tend to make that distinction very well. <coughs> Joker! <laughs> Joker movie. 2019. I didn't actually you see didn't it. didn't even see it, but... But, like, I know. Yeah. That was... It was not good. Yeah. Um... Both of the villains are clearly unhinged. Yes. Um, they both, weirdly enough, kind of deal with some, like, uh, what was once known as multiple personality. It would now It's now referred to as, like, dissociative identity disorder mm-hmm. um, and related disorders. Because, like, Two-Face, obviously, he is split in half in yeah. two. Always refers to himself as we. Right. Not always, but often. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, clearly... There's distinct... There's t- two distinct personalities, personalities. going on there. Yeah. Um, and then the Riddler is, like, stealing brain waves. Yeah. And, like, especially when we first see him do it with his boss, who he then murders. Yes. Straight up murders a dude. Um, it's kind of indicated that he's, like, taking bits of him into himself hmm. which i think we see again at the very end yeah when he when he sees batman and the hallucinates bat. the same bat from bruce's flashback yeah, and then says in arkham asylum that he's batman right so like okay first of all also i don't really understand what his machine does it's unclear yeah it's um, the, it's the, real sciencey lionsy. The, the looming threat in 1995 was evidently 3D technology. <laughs> it's what we all feared. Yes. I wasn't born, so not me, but like <laughs> everybody else feared. When did this come out? 95? Yeah, but like what month? Because you might have been like cooking. No, I wasn't because I was born in October. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Okay, never mind. You were not cooking. No. Okay. Um, anyway, so like, not great that distinction. That lack of distinction. Yeah. Uh, not great a trained psychiatrist being like, he's a wacko. Yeah, mm-hmm. not. Okay. No. That's not that's not how we talk about people. Yeah. <laughs> that's not good. Um Yeah. <laughs> they kind of very casually like they don't really deal with his obsession with Bruce Wayne as well as, like, a... No, yeah. And by they don't deal with it, I mean, like, it's clear that it's there. Mm-hmm. No one is doing anything about it. Yeah. Because, like, it was clear long before he got past the point of no return. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, is just a statement on, like, even now, yeah. mental health. Like, 
you know, I have friends with big issues that will not go to counseling because they're like, I can't afford it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's valid. <sighs> so, um, that was my thoughts on the villains. Did yeah. you have things you wanted to say um, about on that? On mental health, Batman, uh, Bruce almost looked like he was going to get therapy there for a minute, but then he fell in love with his therapist. It was an awkward time. Um... Well, I haven't gotten to Bruce yet. Okay. Did you have any thoughts on the villains? Because um, I have a whole thing about Bruce, too. <laughs> no, I don't really have any more thoughts on the villains. Yeah. Um, okay, so Bruce. Oh, except for one thing. Sorry. Oh, oh, go ahead. Um, at one point, uh, one point, Jim Carrey definitely does the Frank Gorshin hop run thing. Oh, 100%. That was amazing. It was and delightful. Frank, he's not terrifying, though, because Frank Gorshin is terrifying yes. as the Riddler. <laughs> and he's, not, he's more funny as the Riddler. Yes, although... Part of me wonders if he would be less funny if we didn't know that he was Jim Carrey. Maybe, but he's still so zany. He is. He's zany. You're right. You're right. My other thing that's interesting Mm. is the fact that Two-Face killed the Graysons. Yes. Because in the animated series, this hadn't Mm. happened yet when this movie came out, Two-Face killed Tim Drake's dad. Mm. Which in the comics... Mm -hmm. Two-Face had killed Jason Todd's dad. Jeez Louise. In the post-crisis continuity. So it's a really just big conflagration of Robins and whose parents got killed by Two-Face. So Two-Face just made all of the Robins orphans, except Damien. Except Damien, because he's not an orphan. (laughs) He's not. He's got both his parents. (laughs) You're right. Um, That's interesting. Because, like, I feel like I tend to think of the Joker as the enemy of Robins because of Jason. Yeah, because of Jason. But, But... Honestly, it's yeah. really Two-Face. Like, even in, like, more recent comments, comics, yeah. like Robin Year One, um, Two-Face is the first really big trial that Dick has to face as Robin because he Interesting. gets beat up by Two-Face. Oh, stop beating rough. up children. That's really sad. I, I, I don't cry. like it. This is why I don't really read the comics. I'm like, that's no, fair. small children. Yeah. Anyway, that's not that, <laughs> It's just reason. Okay, so Bruce. Bruce. His lips are weird. <laughs> yeah. I do have mentally mental health thoughts, but let's go back to Bruce as a whole. Okay. His lips are weird. <laughs> and they look weird in and like I do not want to body shame him. Yeah. Val Kilmer, your lips, lips are, are fine. fine. Some people are probably into that. Honestly. Chase Meridian, she's into that. Yeah. Honestly, they're fine on him as a normal human being. Just they're weird in the bat suit. They're weird in the bat suit. And I don't know why. I think it could just be because the cowl is like real and weird. The, the, the nose the, is very the, high. The next thing is still happening. The next thing is still happening. Also, like, they do so many close-ups of his eyes in this movie. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, they do it with his eyes with the black makeup when he's Batman. Mm-hmm. They do it with his eyes when they're just like, oh, I'm remembering things. They do it with his eyes when they're closed because he's unconscious. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. There's just they have this fixation with Bruce's eyes. Was he like Falcon like a pretty? Was he like a he's kind sexy, of pretty. attractive man guy? He's kind of pretty, like magazine cover boy, shirt unbuttoned guy. <sighs> Maybe I don't, I don't know. know. I'm. Mm, I don't know. We do see him shirtless, so maybe that's what they're going okay, for. Okay, I had something to say about his shirtlessness. I'm pretty sure his shirtlessness is what Neil Adams based shirtless Bruce Wayne off of. Okay, but Neil Adams added... You showed me that picture. He added a lot more hair. He added a lot more chest hair. There's so much chest hair. hair. Val Kilmer has, like, an acceptable amount of chest hair. He has, like, a little patch. He has, like, some chest hair. Like a nice welcome Matt Rock of chest hair. (laughs) Neil Adams' Batman had, like... He's like Chewbacca. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, yeah. Val Kilmer, I do not like him as Batman. I liked Michael Keaton. Yeah. I liked him as Bruce. I liked him okay as Batman. Honestly, I, I like, do not Val like Val Kilmer as either. I like him okay as Bruce. He's kind of flat, though. He's very... I think he's very flat. Yeah. I think he's just boring. Yeah. Especially, like, Which, we like, just come... Kind of works for Bruce, though, because Bruce is kind of boring. But, like, we just came from Michael Keaton. Yeah, he, was, like, he like, did something interesting with the character. And clearly there's something going on behind those eyes that they didn't zoom in on all yeah. the time. Also, his voice. I was like, is he trying to put on, like, a deep, bad voice? But also his voice is just kind of <laughs> like that. 
<sighs> anyway. Yeah. Um, I thought his most compel the most compelling part of his performance by far mm-hmm. was when he was telling Chris O'Donnell that he should not be Robin and he should not like don't and he know you shirt can't on. be my partner. No, it was just he was trying to get rid of Chris O'Donnell yeah, and I honestly, was like mood. like that's pro- like that was not even acting. He just wanted Chris <laughs> O'Donnell to go. Away. He was just done with Chris O'Donnell. Yes. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> yes. Um okay. This is a this is a random thing. One of the reporters at one time calls him Brucey, and I just it <laughs> made me he's sad. He's definitely fucked that reporter. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. It just it made me sad, and I was not pleased. <laughs> okay. Um. Should we talk about you were gonna Bruce's talk about mental, yes, health. mental health? Yeah. Okay. So this one was really interesting to me as someone who has had repressed memories come back. Uh, which done fucked me up, <laughs> as Alora can testify. I say yes, you were there. <laughs> I know. There was I one think point. I, I think I did better than Chase Meridian. Yeah, there was one point where Chase Meridian I is hope. like walking him through, like you know, don't fight it, it's okay. And I'm like, this was you and me in the carpet section of Bloomingdale's in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Except, yeah, you you did better. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad. Um, but you know, honestly. Their depiction of repressed memories coming back was not terrible. Interesting. Like, it was... It wasn't completely accurate in that, like... Well, I mean, I'm sure it's different for different people. Um, For me, like, it wasn't all visual. Like, there were Mm -hmm. sensations that came back, and then, like, kind of vague ideas and different things. Um... But the, like, little pieces coming back and being triggered by certain things. Yeah. And, like, it kind of slowly builds until you get a fuller picture was really accurate. Interesting. Like, that is how it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, now, why Dr. Meridian was not immediately like, bro, you got PTSD? It's I don't know. Because he clearly he, does. He literally said to her face, my parents were shot in front of me. My parents were murdered in front of me. And then he's like, I'm having flashes come back. Like, like yeah. That's called, that, yeah. That's PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> and then flashbacks that you don't remember, that's repressed memories. Yeah. <laughs> and they suck. Also, they are controversial. Do not at me. I don't need that in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. I'll fight you. <laughs> yeah. Alora will fight you. She's got a black belt. I do. She does. It's impressive. And we have a pit bull. <laughs> Who would not hurt a fly. Who would not hurt you, because she's the sweetest baby. She's the sweetest baby. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting, because they don't do great with mental health overall. Yeah. That part, it wasn't perfectly accurate, mm-hmm. but I, like, I didn't completely hate it. Fair. It wasn't like a sudden moment of like, oh, you killed my father. I don't know, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like... I didn't completely hate it. It wasn't even, like... Because I feel like a lot of times repressed memories are used in, like, a plot-convenient way. Yes. And it wasn't really even convenient to the plot, which, like, is annoying plot-wise, but, like, mental health-wise, like, you know, it's not convenient. And, like, it wasn't convenient to the plot, but it was important to his character development. Which I think worked. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Last thing I want to say about mental health. I want to talk about Arkham. Yeah, this is the first time we see Arkham in this series. Yikes. Okay, so, again, from my personal experience, I, I am the expertise on this yes, movie. Yes, yes, you are. Um, <laughs> as someone who has spent time in the psych ward, uh, first of all, no. Now, granted, it's, like, a place for the criminally insane Yeah. Is it? I think. It should... I don't know. Um... So it's really dark and depressing, and also it's Gotham, and that's just kind yeah, of the aesthetic. Yeah, Gotham's mental health, like, it's work real and bad. programs are, like, 60 years out of date. Yeah, they're real Perpetually. Bad. Yes. <laughs> just like their, like, adoption procedures are, like, 110 years yeah, out of date. Yeah, He's my ward. Okay. Okay. Um, my immediate thought when he, when Jim Carrey appears and he's waving the yeah. makeshift bat wings around is like, no, that's not how psych wards work. Yeah. You can't have that much access to ropes. <laughs> yeah. 
you that 100% like they purposefully like even having the bars on the window like mm-hmm. that's a thing you could potentially hang yourself off of oh yeah yeah like it's amazing what they restrict I wasn't allowed to have like my sharpies like art supplies like there's um in the shower everything is like very carefully molded so that it doesn't have a hole in it so that you can't attach a rope to it okay like there's no way yeah (laughs) that's very very and like it makes sense because you know like I I mean I ended up in there because of suicidal ideation Mm -hmm. and a lot of people that's why they end up there and like clearly Jim Carrey was not doing well and like he should not be allowed weapons of any kind that he could hurt himself or others with yeah and in fact he should probably have someone watching him 24 7 yeah there was someone on the ward when I was there who like they were on watch Mm -hmm. someone had to watch them 24 7 wow yeah so uh yeah just uh that was real bad and it's always bad though it is like, but also okay. it's very unfortunately not complete like it's inaccurate like it's not helpful but not completely inaccurate right like it's not as inaccurate as we'd like to think yeah <laughs> cause like I have I visited a friend I got very very lucky and ended up in a very nice uh, ward I visited a friend in another one and it was so depressing and terrible and just there's people wandering around and like yeah anyway so yeah like our country how we deal with mental health is not good yeah yeah anyway those are my thoughts on mental health should we move on to more fun things yes should we talk about robin yes (laughs) we should okay chris o'donnell he's so bad he's so bad what okay Go ahead. Let it out. So, I mean, obviously there's different ways to take the character of Dick Grayson. Okay. He's got his own trauma and is dealing with that in his own way, but, like... True. When he's introduced as a character in 1940, it's to be a lightness to the darkness that's Batman. It's to be (laughs) something... Like, to be... Like, make jokes and talk and say things and, like... Honestly, he changes... Like, they always keep trying to introduce these girls in these movies to lighten up Batman's life Mm. but in a way that's what they did by giving him Robin in the comics is like it's a different kind of relationship it's a family relationship yeah that he didn't think he could have anymore and what is this Robin he's the angry motorcycle boy yeah he's a fucking leather jacket man angst lad don't forget the earring yeah he does have one earring honestly I don't don't hate I don't hate the earring I just hate hate that it's on Chris O'Donnell (laughs) if it was on any other person playing Dick Grayson I'd be like interesting like I don't hate earrings in general like you know what you do with your ears is fine Uh, Harrison Ford has an earring oh nice it's fun yeah but it was just like real big and it felt very disgenuine yeah and like like, he's trying to look cool it's not working yeah and it's another one of those things where I'm like hmm I feel like you're just putting that on because you think it looks cool, and I don't think that's necessarily what it means in the youth culture that you're trying to speak to. Yes. I don't think he was putting it on because he thinks it looks cool. No. I think the costume designers yeah. were like, oh, we have to make this 35-year-old man... Okay, he's 25. <laughs> but still. <laughs> we have to make this 25-year-old so, man look 17. So old. He does not look 17. No. At any point. Okay, um, one thing about the Graysons. Um, Why a, is there a brother? Can we ca- could we keep the older brother instead of this one? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't traditionally have an older brother, does no, he? No, he doesn't traditionally have a sibling at all. Why does he exist? I don't know. They just, just wanted to. Because they need the backstory with the, with the Robin? I guess? I flew out like a Robin and I saved that him. That was really dumb. Yeah. Like, he's like a Sharknado character. <laughs> I mean, like, that's the level we're working with right here. Okay, also, the, the fact, like, that the Graysons died saving people? Mm. Like, doing something heroic? Mm. I feel like it almost cheapened the arc for mm. Dick, or whatever that that is that we saw. Mm, it's interesting. Just because, it- like... The randomness of it and the yeah. injustice and suddenness of it, yeah, I think like is um, 
something that he has to work through. Like, they were, like, it happened for a reason mm. in this universe. Right. Like, they were doing something good. Right. It wasn't just random. Yeah. And pointless. Which is sometimes hard to deal with. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't necessarily... I think that's valid. That was great for the character arc. Not that there was anything going to happen. Right. There anyway. Um, at first, Alfred kept calling him Master Grayson, and I was like, call him Master Dick, you coward. And then he finally did. <laughs> um, and he was, in fact, a dick. He was. He was a jerk. Yeah. You don't know. You don't, you don't know me. Like you don't know me. Life. Sorry. Yeah. Like, people in the 80s said Jason Todd in the comics was whiny. They had not seen anything yet. They had not. Also, a good boy. they tried real, real hard to make him look cool. <laughs> like, he had dumb, dumb Backstreet Boys sideburns. <laughs> Shave those off, for one thing. Can we talk about the, like, martial arts laundry thing? No. <laughs> we can't. He's like... Alfred's doing his la- <laughs> Alfred is doing laundry like a s- sane and rational human. Like a sane and rational human. Is he showing off to Alfred? I don't know. And then like Chris O'Donnell comes in, and Alfred's like, "Oh, I'll get it." He's like, "No, I'm not used to being waited on." And then he like punches his clothes dry. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> And, like, they're not even outside. Like, you're making a mess on the laundry room floor. Yeah. And then he just walks out. So you know Alfred has to go mop now. Yeah. Also, I would have forgiven it if he was, like, a 15-year-old. But he wasn't! But he is 25. <laughs> and he can't pull it off. Sir, Bert, you are a grown adult. Burt Ward. The ultimate Robin. Yes. Of live-action Robin. It's true. The only live-action Robin. Listen. <laughs> I'm not even going to qualify that, just the only one. Um, he did the this animated shows in 2016 with Adam West. He played Robin, and he's 75 years old. He is. Still sounded like he was 16. He's still a better Robin. Yes. Still a better Robin still than Chris O'Donnell. Still a better Robin than Chris O'Donnell, the new meme. You're right. But to be fair, to be fair, like, to, to be fair to Chris O'Donnell. No. Burt Ward is Robin. Yeah, that's fair. Like he just—he is. He is. Like that's what He's the director told him. He's not playing a character. Him. He just—they were like, is "Don't, that. don't act, buddy. It's don't. Just, You're not. It's you. It's just you. You're the character. Yes. Let me have his autograph. He's wholesome. I love him. He is. We love him. He takes care of dogs. He—he <laughs> he has a dog rescue. I have strong feelings. Girl, also, so speaking of dogs, Alfred was like, "Maybe the dogs are hungry," which implies we didn't get to see the dogs. It implies that there are dogs. Where are the dogs? <gasps> Maybe the kids were playing with them. Okay, that was the wholesome thing on Halloween night. All cute. these kids came up and Alfred gave them candy and they're all like, Thanks, Alfred. So it was like cute. they all know who he is. Like yes. maybe he's like, Do you wanna help me feed the puppies? And then okay, they do. But like I'd rather watch that movie. Me too. Just let's just watch Alfred hanging out with small children and dogs and being the neighborhood grandpa. Yeah. It would be good. I would be pleased. Yep. Oh, there was one moment this is not related to Robin anymore. Okay, I have more to say on Robin, but continue. Oh, I probably do too. Okay. Yeah, but this is uh, one time when Bruce is solving one of the riddles. Yes. It's cut like a YouTube poop. Oh, yeah, it is. It's like, he says, what about this? This thing? Lamp oil? Routine? Bombs! (laughs) And then, speaking of YouTube poops, I watched a YouTube poop of um, The Dark Knight. And they made uh, Joker say, you remind me of Batman forever. (laughs) And then Batman just beats the shit out of it. It's valid. (laughs) YouTube poops are an art form. Okay, but also speaking of the, like, going back to the riddles, that's why they had to introduce Robin in this movie. Because who always solves the riddles? He didn't solve any riddles in this movie. It was... It was a missed opportunity. Yeah. Because, like, Batman 66, that's always Burt Ward's job. Also, in Batman 66, Riddler is really more after Robin than Batman. He is. It's like, terrifying. he is mean to Robin. He, he tries is. to drop him off a building. He does drop him off a he building. He does drop him off a building. He has to catch the, the battery in his teeth. Yeah. Yes. 
He's very mean to Robin. He puts him he puts him on the rack. He put him on the rack one time. That was awful. It was bad. He we did not feelings. feed him to a giant clam, but that also happened to Robin. That did also happen. We're, we have to do Batman 66. We're going to have to. Because. Can we skip that one episode? Yeah, we'll skip it. Okay, we'll just be like. We That's don't the like one this where one. Robin gets dropped off the building. Okay, but we have to watch it. We don't have to. If it, we could we watch can, it. We'll skip the part that okay. is bad. Um, anyway. <sighs> okay, also, Robin's little parkour thing. Gross. Also, he's like, oh, I'm gonna be sneaky and sneak after Robin, and then he goes, now! Really loudly. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I'm gonna sneak after Alfred, and then he I'm screams so now before doing a flip into the, like, parkour! Occasionally, he does things that That's are almost good parkour. almost right for the character, like swinging from the chandelier and diving into a room. He's right That's, for the character. That's a Dick Grayson thing, but doesn't work for not, Chris O'Donnell. Not in the way he's doing it, because he's doing it just to be rebellious, and I feel like Dick would do it just because he's curious and and like and he's an acrobat. a little feisty. Yeah, you're right, punk kid. You're right. I just like wholesome Dick Grayson. I know. I'm looking at you too, Titans. <laughs> I'm looking at you too. <laughs> that okay. Jason and Titans was whole, whole, I kind of liked him though. He was cute. He was cool. Okay, baby. Okay, so very, very important point. Yes. Stop telling women you barely know that you're Batman. <laughs> Stop. That, that's where that trope in um, in the the how it should have ended came from. Is this series, isn't it? <laughs> you want to know my secret identity and the girls were always like no you're batman <laughs> yeah like how many people every single he's like, love interest has he goes up to them and he's like you're the only one that knows this and the love interest has got to look around like okay let's see at least this one has got to be like you're running around with this weird 27 year old mm-hmm. you've got an old man butler who knows everything about you i don't think i'm the first one you've told no and then it's really not true, because he's also told his last two girlfriends. Yes. So just please stop. Stop yeah. that. No. No. Cease. Oh, I just found in my notes where I wrote, Why does he like motorcycles? Motorcycles is in, like, all caps. And then immediately after writing that, I threw my notebook across the room. You did. You did. Like, it's valid. He rides motorcycles, but I don't feel like he's a motorcycles guy. Yeah. But that's how Val Kilmer had to trick him into staying. With motorcycles. Which is what no one wanted. Nope. Nope. Uh, also, his first night out as Robin, he uh, interrupts a very a pretty intense gang rape scene. Yep. That was unpleasant. Rude. Like, I'm glad he interrupted it. I'm glad he interrupted it, but like, it. it didn't like even deal with it. No, it did not. Um... Okay, you're gonna be mad at this. Okay. You're gonna be really mad. Okay. Like, when I was like 10, <laughs> 10 year old Shelby's favorite joke was Holy Rusted Metal Batman. That's fair. That was like the best joke, probably. It was. And then I was like, what? Uh, the metal. It's rusted. And holy. I thought it was hilarious. It was his best line in the movie. It was. But My it's brother the... and I said it to each other a lot. <laughs> but it's the worst, like, throwback to Burt Ward. It is. But, like, in the movie, it's as good as you can ask for. It is. Um, speaking of that ending scene... (laughs) You mean the ending scene where they're running in front of the bed? No! Why would you bring that up? (laughs) I hate it. I like suffering and being sad. I hate it so much. Yeah, they're dramatic silhouettes running (laughs) with the capes billowing. I'd rather rather see Adam West standing in a doorway just holding out his arms with his cape (laughs) in it. Which Michael Keaton did. He did. Val Kilmer did not. It was marginally better than when Adam West did it. It was. And honestly, the cape still does not do anything. Also, when Michael Keaton, like, floated down, he had his cape out to indicate that that was what was gliding. Val Kilmer just floats down with magic. He's just like... He just like he just like t poses in the air and floats to the ground. That's a lot. <laughs> um No, okay. So first of all, these ridiculous scenarios that they get into. Very Batman villain-esque, very classic. Even in the beginning, like, it's boiling acid! That was yeah. Like I wanted that to be fun, but it wasn't fun. It looked was that the guy from Jurassic Park who gets eaten by the dinosaurs? No, I don't think so. Okay. It just kinda looked like him. Okay. Lots of guys get eaten by dinosaurs. Yeah. But like there's the spitting one. 
It oh, just, I don't know. It reminded me of him. Okay. Like the guy I don't know. I thought you were talking about the first one. Oh. I thought he got eaten by a T-Rex. No, the guy who's like in the he's like stealing he's gonna steal the egg things yeah and he puts them in the shaving cream can and then yeah. he drives it off and then okay. he gets lost I thought he got eaten by the spit, for spit. some reason no that's a spinning when he dinosaur was, was it, I thought he was on the toilet in the outhouse that's the lawyer guy oh he also sucks but he's not the actual villain okay who opened all the cages it's yeah. fine you know, only like Jurassic Park died. will have to be another series. Can we please? Yes. It's all coming off Netflix soon. We should do it soon. We should do soon. Okay. Anyway. Um, okay. We can borrow them probably that from my parents. Oh, they have them? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they do. Delightful. I love those movies. So they got rid of Speed Racer, and I'm a little bit sad about that. Listen, I'm all for the wanton dinosaur violence. Okay. So, like, in the end, there's, like, this whole, like, which will you choose? And it's like, all right, this is a very classic Batman-y. Um, I was ready. I was ready to help him decide. I was going to help him make that decision. Here's my question. At what point, and I'm switching universes a little bit here. Okay. At what point in a fall do we get a Gwen Stacy situation? You're right. Because they both fell real far. Chris yeah. O'Donnell fell real, real far. Yeah. Like, that was like a never-ending also, void like, kind of thing. Also, like, he would know how to fall, though. Because he's an acrobat. Yeah. Okay, that's a point. Like, better than she would. Yes. But, like, he hooked her onto the onto the bat rope, kind of, in a Gwen, <laughs> yeah. Gwen Stacy sort of way. Like, that could have gone very badly for could've him. Could have gone very badly. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing to the guy who may or may not have been in Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. He was like, hold on. Yeah. And then he went But he mostly off. grabbed Robin by the arm. Yeah. So he would have mostly just, like, dislocated his shoulder, broken his arm, maybe. Okay. Not his whole jaw, like True. when you toss him a battering and say, catch it with your teeth, kid. True. Okay. And I'll interestingly, stop. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> this was an issue that actually came up in the last couple movies because yeah. there's been a lot of falls, and I'm like, they're falling very far. At what point are they at terminal velocity? Yeah, like, is it too far of a fall? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think the answer is Batman don't think, physics. Don't think about it, comic books. Okay, but, like, Spider-Man is also a comic book. Yeah, but Marvel's always a little bit more, like, having rational scientific explanation for things. Literally, they have Doctor Strange as a character. Yeah, but they, like, there's explanations for it. DC doesn't always have that. It kind of leans more into the pure superhero-ness. Sometimes they try to, but I think it's better when they don't. That's valid. Like, that's not their thing. It's not as set in the real world. They don't even have real cities. They have Gotham and Metropolis. Marvel has New York. Okay, that's and, true. And New York. You're right. Just New York, honestly. Just New York. And the Great Lakes Avengers and the West Coast Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I only have one other thing. Do you have anything else? Um, did this entire movie take place in a fever dream? You decide. The answer is yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, is this real right now? Like, some of the cuts were so bizarre. Yes. I was really questioning my grip on reality. That's valid. Um, okay. As a final, because I knew we'd be worked up. Yeah. I collected some of the actually funny lines. Okay. And I'm going to read them to Thank you. Thank you. Most of them are from Jim Carrey. Can I say, like, actually the most iconic m- m- moment in this movie? is in the circus when everybody's screaming and Val Kilmer's standing there yelling, I'm Batman! I'm Batman! I'm Batman! That's iconic. And no one can hear him. And no one hears. That's, that's good shit. What a moment. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's share with me the actually funny lines. Here we go. Okay. So Tommy Lee Jones has this recurring thing where he says basically what every Bat villain ever is thinking. Mm-hmm. Which is, why won't you just die already? <laughs> True. Like, he says, he won't just die. Why won't you just die? His refusal to expire is really <laughs> getting on my nerves. Like, he just keeps coming back to it, and I'm like, that's valid. Alfred has a great line, which is, you really are quite bright, despite what people say. <laughs> when Bruce solves uh, one of the Riddler's riddles. <laughs> that's what he says. And uh, that's like one of the only moments of Alfred's sass that we get to see in this yeah. movie. We saw it a little bit with the cold soup in the last one. Yes. But, like, this that's really the only moment of Alfred's sass that we yeah. get, and... We deserve all Alfred's sass We deserve sass all, all the, the Alfred's sass. It's delightful. Um, okay, so Jim Carrey. <laughs> First of all, when he's at his little party and he's being all cool, 
He goes to Drew Barrymore. He's like, how's my mole? <laughs> That's pretty good. I don't know why it made me laugh. Yes. But it did. Um, then at the very end, uh, Batman blows up the thing, which is going to be Edward Nygma's demise, or mm-hmm. lowering into more truly insane. Yeah. Um, and he just kind of pauses and just looks at him and he's like, bummer <laughs> yeah <laughs> that seems like classic jim carrey it is it 100 percent. it's just fun uh speaking of classic jim carrey when they uh knock on wayne manor mm-hmm. they get to the door because it's halloween and they just put masks on and they're like twinkle tweet yes and alfred opens the door <laughs> so then they come in they knock alfred out Boo. leave alfred alone yes um and he, doesn't, he doesn't suck until the next movie it's true Jim Carrey, like, slides in really slowly, like, staring at the camera, and uh-huh. then kind of does his eyebrow thing, because he's yeah. Jim Carrey. He's like, trick. <laughs> trick or treat? Trick. Um, but my favorite part, my favorite thing that Jim Carrey talks about, yeah. is when he refers to Two-Face. Uh-huh. He calls him, and I quote, Oh, segregated one. Uh-huh. And then later, patience, oh, bifurcated one. Good. <laughs> and it just makes me happy. Those are good ones. It just it just makes me happy. So those are those are the good lines to try and bring yes. down the curse of Chris O'Donnell. I cannot do another one, boo. It's yeah, ten twenty six. It's ten thirty. I don't think I can't my blood handle... pressure can take any more Chris O'Donnell for this season. I cannot handle and also George Clooney's coming. Oh and I'm not ready. So we'll watch that soon. Why not okay today. here's my big question. They switched out Batman. They did. They could have switched. They had a chance to also switch out the actor for Robin, here's and they didn't. Here's the thing: they switched out Batman, but like almost nobody else. Commissioner Gordon is the same. Yeah, Alfred's Alfred is the same. the same. Yeah, but they had the chance. They did. You right. didn't take it. You're right. They disappointed me. It's fair, personally. Um, personally. Also. Val Kilmer played both Batman's parents, convinced me otherwise, in the flashback sequences. <laughs> well, let us know what you think. Val Kilmer's Martha. <laughs> Valerie Kilmer himself. Yes. Well, that was a time. I think we're done for the day, yeah, but... Yeah, we'll have to do it again tomorrow or some other time. Yeah, sometime soon, before yeah. the fi- the last episode comes out. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for enjoying our suffering. We'll be like back we're soon. Some kind of comic book characters or something. I guess I deserve it at this point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back soon with uh, part four, which is a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of bat nipples. Oh, we didn't rate it. Oh, bat nipples one. One nipples. Yeah. That's all I can give it as well. Yeah. It's bad. One nipple, and it belongs to Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it yes. does. <laughs> you right. All right. Uh, well, with that, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.
Thanks for listening to I Can't Believe I Watched the Whole Thing. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Watch the Whole Thing Pod, or you can find Alora's other work at Homeworld Zine on Instagram and Facebook. Our theme music is Crazy Balloons by John Bartman, and it has been edited to fit the time limits of our intro and outro sections. Thanks, and we'll see you again next time. Hey guys, this is Shelby. Um, I just want to give you a trigger warning before we get into this episode. Um, we do briefly mention assault, and we do kind of dig into mental illness, including hospitalization uh, and SI. So if those are things that are sensitive to you, I just want you to be aware. All right, enjoy! <laughs>